I can fix the Tennessee Titans offense. And I'm going to tell you how to do it on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. A few minutes ago, I placed my very own DoorDash order to get my favorite local meal from Acme Feed and Seed here in Nashville. It should be here before the show is over, so a big thank you to DoorDash for lunch. Place your order today using promo code LOCKED. 23. Stay tuned later in the episode to hear more about our friends at DoorDash. But a lot to discuss on today's show. I am going to fix the Tennessee Titans offense using free agency money, using draft picks. We're going to talk about the entire offense and what the Titans need to do. We're going to start with wide receivers. We're going to move to the offensive line. We're going to finish with the backfield. Before I get into all that, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen Each and every day, remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all apps and always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Throw a thumbs up on the video as well. And I encourage everyone watching on YouTube to play along with me. Let me know how you would fix the Tennessee Titans offense. But as I said, we are going to start with wide receiver because I feel like the Titans have the biggest need on the offensive line in terms of the amount of work that they need to do. But at wide receiver is going to be critical that the Titans hit this position in a very particular way. And that is going to start with free agency. The Titans are expected to have $100 million in cap space. And look, guys. The reality is my hoodie's all messed up. My hair's all messed up now from the little outfit I was wearing at the beginning of the video, but whatever. The show goes on. If you look at what the Titans need at wide receiver, I think that DeAndre Hopkins can be a solid wide receiver too. And my everydayers who listen Monday through Friday, shout out to you guys, we talked about who should stay on this roster in 2024 based on who is on the team right now. And I picked out DeAndre Hopkins, Kyle Phillips, and Chris Moore at wide receiver. And I think DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver two would be really good. But as a wide receiver three, you're talking about an elite wide receiver group. And when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract like Will Levis, you have the money and you have the resources to build an elite cast, an elite roster around him. So that's what the Titans should be looking to do. And I think they need to go into free agency and get a true bona fide number one receiver. My number one option is T. Higgins. Look, the Bengals could bring T. Higgins back, franchise tag, whatever they decide to do, they could do it. But they're going to have to pay Joe Burrow. They're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. They just paid Orlando Brown. They're going to have to keep some pieces around on the defense as well. At some point, the Bengals are going to have to cut some costs here, and Higgins could absolutely be available. And if he is, he would be my number one target for the Titans. You get a big 
physical wide receiver with speed that is from Tennessee as well. And that should matter. You come home, that would be a great storyline. So you get T. Higgins as that big physical number one wide receiver. I think that would be a slam dunk. Now, if you didn't like T. Higgins, you want to replace him with a guy like Calvin Ridley. Ridley's a little older, maybe not quite what I'm looking for. A guy like Mike Evans. Would be a good option as well. Michael Pittman from the Indianapolis Colts. That would be another name that would be acceptable to me. Maybe if the Titans could find a way to use those San Francisco connections to get Brandon Ayuk and then pay him as their number one receiver, I would be okay with that. Higgins and Ayuk would be my top targets, but then I would go Higgins, Ayuk, Evans, Ridley, Pittman at the final. But the Titans need to get one of those names as their number one wide receiver with all that free agency money. And then you pair that with the NFL draft. Now, for me, I think the Titans are going to get a top eight pick. Top eight. If you can get Marvin Harrison Jr., you get to number three, then great. You absolutely do that. But I don't think the Titans are going to be quite that high. So I expect that they'll have a first-round pick, either number four all the way to number eight, somewhere in there. If the Titans can't get one of the top two offensive tackles that we've talked about ad nauseum here on the show and Joe Olt or Olaf Ashanu, then I think you could turn your attention to wide receiver. But in this perfect scenario where I am fixing the Tennessee Titans offense, I want the Titans to use that first round pick on an offensive tackle. So with that being said, I would turn my attention to the second round at wide receiver. Look, there are a ton of great wide receivers. This is a great wide receiver class. It's a great offensive tackle class. It's a great cornerback class. All good stuff for the Tennessee Titans. They're three most needed position. So for me, you look at the second round wide receivers. Now Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Keon Coleman, Rona, Rona Dunze. There will be other wide receivers that get in there at the first round. So obviously we're far out from the draft, but you look at names like Xavier Worthy from Texas. Xavier Leggett could be an option. Jalen Polk from Washington. Troy Franklin from Oregon. If the Titans could get T. Higgins in free agency as their wide receiver one, And then use their second round pick, which should be what? 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 40, somewhere in there. And use that second round pick on Xavier Worthy, Xavier Leggett, Jalen Polk, Troy Franklin, other names that will emerge and be available that we will talk about more. But as just a base overview, if you get T. Higgins at wide receiver and then you add Xavier Worthy, the speedster out of Texas, and you have DeAndre Hopkins as your veteran, skilled, smart wide receiver that can play in the slot. Now you have your deep threat in Xavier Worthy. You have your physical number one X receiver in T. Higgins. You have your crafty veteran, smart wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, who can also be wide receiver two while Worthy comes along, or one of these other names. Xavier Leggett is a great name as well. I mean, if the Titans go from NWI, Hopkins, and Burks, and Phillips, to Higgins, Hopkins, and Worthy. We're cooking with gas, folks. You have your elite deep speed receiver. You have your physical X. You have your savvy vet in the slot. I mean, what else could you hope for? That to- that turns the Titans from one of the worst wide receiver groups in the NFL to one of the best, in my opinion. That immediately becomes one of the best. Hopkins and Higgins is your two wide receiver set. And then behind them, 
You have a guy like Kyle Phillips who can be your wide receiver five, your matchup guy, your slot guy who comes in in certain matchups that make sense if you get a lot of man coverage. Then you have Chris Moore as your depth wide receiver number five who can return on special teams, play special teams coverage units, also come in, take a reverse 40 yards, catch a deep ball from Will Levis for 50 yards. Chris Moore would be a great wide receiver five for the Titans. And then you have NWI or Colton Dow battle it out for wide receiver six. In this scenario, you could trade Traylon Burks for a fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. Yes, you're losing a ton of value from what you got him, but you need to admit your mistake and then add a late round guy who you can add in on defense and keep adding draft picks there. So I think if you're able to get that in free agency, that in the draft, which is very realistic in my opinion, and then you could trade Traylon Burks for a day three pick and use that to add depth on defense in the draft, that is the path forward. And losing Traylon Burks at that moment doesn't really hurt you that bad because you've added Higgins, you've added a Xavier Worthy, you have revamped the wide receiver room in a way that you can afford to to lose the value that you're losing on Burks and admit your mistake there and move on. So let me know what you would do at wide receiver, a name in free agency out of the group I mentioned, a name in the second round of the draft, like I mentioned, that would be a perfect way to fix this wide receiver group going into 2024. But we got to talk offensive line, and I'm going to tell you exactly what the Titans need to do there in just a moment. Before I do, though, Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. All right, my food arrived. We talked about it earlier. Acme Feed and Seed in Nashville. You guys got to get you some on DoorDash. Whenever I visit the city, it's absolutely my favorite. But as for this DoorDash package right here, I got this specifically for Titans fans. And you can go on DoorDash right now and get some tissues delivered. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a tough end to the season for the Titans. So if you're taking it hard, you're having trouble dealing with it, you can always get yourself some tissues on DoorDash as well. But listen, all jokes aside, guys, DoorDash always delivers figuratively, um, literally, whether you need food, whether you need groceries, whether you need retail items, you can get it on DoorDash. And right now, new customers who download the DoorDash app can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. All you have to do is, again, download the DoorDash app and use the code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3, subject to change. Terms apply. Don't forget, use that code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change. Terms apply. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Again, I'm fixing the Tennessee Titans offense. We talked about wide receivers. I want to add a guy, big name in free agency. Also add a wide receiver with the Titans' first two picks in the draft. One of the two, whichever way they go, they can go. But I would like to see T. Higgins added in free agency. I would like to see a Xavier Worthy added in the draft in the second round out of Texas 
Add that to DeAndre Hopkins. We are cooking. But we got to talk about the offensive line next. And we're going to talk about the backfield, quarterback and running back, because there are going to be big changes there as well. We're going to talk about that to cap off the show. But now we got to get into the trenches, talk the offensive line. And again, I'm encouraging you guys, play along with me down below. Let me know who you would have added in wide receiver. Let me know who you want to add at offensive line, how you want to reconstruct things. But for me, again, it's a multi-pronged attack of adding in the draft and using that free agency money. Before we get into it, thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Also want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here. And it's bringing you 24-7 coverage of the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On plus national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Be a part of history, okay? Offensive line. So, you started offensive tackle. And as I said in the last conversation about wide receiver, in this Perfect offseason to fix the Titans offense. I am drafting Joe Alt, offensive tackle, out of Notre Dame to be my left tackle. All right, the Titans get fifth, sixth, seventh pick. They find a way to get that offensive tackle. Now, if you like Olaf Fashanu better from uh, Penn State, then just say in your head, all right, we got Olaf Fashanu for left tackle. But me, I prefer Joe Alt at this stage in the process. And with the first-round pick, the Titans go Joe Alt. With the second-round pick, they go Xavier Worthy, wide receiver from Texas. So let's just continue forward under that assumption that that is the way I see the draft going. So the Titans have Joe Old at left tackle. They have Peter Skaronsky at left guard. That, I feel, set in stone on this path. How do you fix the other stuff? Well, for me, you go into free agency at the other offensive tackle spot. I'm not trusting Dylan Radens. I'm not trusting Jalen Duncan. I'm not playing that game. I have $100 million. I have eight draft picks. I am fixing this team. All right? Mike Vrabel may not be able to survive another year like this year. So I'm not playing any games with young guys. I am going out in free agency and getting Trenton Brown. Trenton Brown plays for the New England Patriots. So far this year, he's allowed only three sacks. He's allowed only 13 pressures. He's got a 76.1 pass blocking grade. He's got an 86.5 run blocking grade per pro football focus. He has played 3,000 snaps on both tackle spots. 3,000 at right tackle, 2,800 at left tackle. And he's been playing left tackle for the Patriots this year, so we'll probably get close to that 3,000 mark on both sides. Legitly. That's not a word. My Shout out to my buddy Aaron Frank who always said that. But legitimately, we'll have 3,000 snaps on both sides. And he's close enough anyway, let's call it. But he could play right tackle for the Titans, be a mauler in the run game, and be sufficient in pass blocking. And the Patriots have been terrible this year. So imagine how much better he would be on a good team with good offensive linemen around him. So I'm signing veteran Trent, Trenton Brown, Trent Brown, who's going to be 31 years old, and I'm going to plug him in at right tackle. All right? And just to compare it to the Titans, Brown has three sacks allowed, 13 pressures. Hubbard allowed four sacks, 18 pressures, 70, uh, 67.8 pass blocking grade. So Trenton Brown is nearly 10 points better in his grade and better in the raw stats as well. And he's a better run blocker. And Brown is younger. So Trenton Brown's probably going to be around 
13, 14, 15 million dollars a year. Higgins probably around that $25 million a year mark. You look at actual guaranteed money though and how that impacts the cap hit. The Titans are going to have more than what it appears in cap space because of the way that you could structure deals. So always keep that in mind. So you add Trenton Brown at right tackle. You add Joe Ault at left tackle. You have Peter Skaronsky at left guard. Then you go into the interior. Look, one of, one of the positions, right guard or center, is going to have a holdover. Whether it be Aaron Brewer with a new right guard next to him, whether it be Dylan Radens at right guard or, or Daniel Brunskill at right guard with a new center next to him, I firmly believe that one of these positions will have a holdover from this year's roster, whether it be Brunskill or Radens at guard or Brewer at center. I do believe that. So let's construct it with that in mind. We have new left tackle in Joe Alt. We have new right tackle in Trenton Brown. We have Peter Skaronsky at left guard. For me, I would like to see, if I had my choice, I would like to see a new center and then have a holdover at guard. Now, I think that Dylan Radens at right guard with a healthy offseason, not a torn ACL and trying to rehab, with a healthy offseason going into his fourth year with the Titans, I believe that Dylan Radens could be just as good as Daniel Brunskill at right guard. Daniel Brunskill is an average starting offensive lineman in the NFL. He could be replaced. You could find better, but there could find worse as well. So if the Titans don't believe in Dylan Radens at right guard, then bring back Daniel Brunskill for $5 million again. Just do that again. That's a cheap replacement level starting offensive lineman. If Brunskill is your fifth best offensive lineman on the squad, that's a good offensive line. But I think that Raidens could be just as good as Daniel Brunskill, and Raidens is going to cost the Titans millions of dollars less. So you get a similar player, in my opinion, after, again, a full healthy offseason for Raidens. You get a similar player for a lot cheaper, and Raidens is a lot younger with more upside. And again, Raidens is your fifth best offensive lineman, not at offensive tackle, but on the interior, you might have a, a way to do that. So for me, you have Alt, Skaronsky, Brown, Raidens, or Brunskill. If you don't like my Raidens idea, let me know down below. And then that just leaves center. And look, I'm okay with bringing Aaron Brewer back. Aaron Brewer has elite performances in run blocking at times because of his athleticism and because of his intelligence and his intangibles. But Aaron Brewer is such a liability in pass blocking. And then when he plays against some of these big, huge, run-stuffing nose tackles, he's too small in run blocking as well. The Aaron Brewer story is great. Undrafted free agent, tough as a $2 stake, all that stuff. That's great. I get it. But Aaron Brewer is simply not good enough and not consistent enough as a run blocker to justify his limitations in pass blocking. So with that free agency money, I want to see the Titans add an interior offensive lineman. If you want to bring Aaron Brewer back and put him at center and bring in a guard, I like a guy like Jonah Jackson from Detroit who's given up one sack this year and is a good player in run blocking. I think about a guy like John Simpson from Baltimore who maybe isn't as adept in run blocking but is a very good pass blocker and has given up zero sacks. Robert Hunt as a guard from the Miami Dolphins that would make sense as well. But to me, I would like to see the Titans bring in Connor Williams, the center from the Miami Dolphins. He's got a 90 run blocking grade. He's given up one sack this year. He's going to be about 27 years old, so his age fits with the timeline of this offensive line. If you had rookie Joe Alt at left tackle, 
Second-year player Peter Skaronsky at left guard. Connor Williams at 27, one of the better centers in the NFL. Dylan Raiden's at right guard, and then Trent Brown at right tackle. You have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. We are cooking. And not only are we cooking right now, but we are ready to grow as well. We have a veteran guy in Trent Brown to lead the group. We have all, as a rookie, ready to progress. Him and Skaronsky on the left side together for the next eight years. You bring in Connor Williams, who's only 27 years old, to be the intelligence in the brain. Bring back. Aaron Brewer is the backup center and let him compete. Bring back Dylan Radins and let him compete at right guard. Bring back Daniel Brunskill and a reduced contract as depth. And then you have your eight offense. If you have Jalen Duncan or Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, choose between one of them. And then Brewer and Radins and Williams and Brown and Skaronsky and all like that is a good offensive line group. We have fixed the offensive line going forward with guys who are ready to play right now, but guys who are at the age where they can grow together as well throughout the life of Will Levis's rookie contract. And that is how you fix the offensive line. So with wide receiver fixed, offensive line fixed, we have to move to the backfield. We're going to talk about Tajay Spears leading the running back by committee and maybe a reunion at quarterback. We'll discuss that in just a moment. Before we do, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Look, guys, you don't have to play against a thousand lineups from a bot or a bunch of sharks and all this stuff. It's just you against the Prize Picks projection. So here's how it works. Prize Picks has a projection for every player. Really, they have multiple projections for every player. But for an example, Derrick Henry, 75 rushing yards. Will Levis, one passing touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, four catches. All you do is you pick two to six players and say whether the player is going to do more or less than the Prize Picks projection. It's that simple. You can literally make a lineup in 60 seconds or less. And Prize Picks has done something really cool where you could combine multiple sports. So you could do like Derrick Henry rushing yards and LeBron James three-pointers. Shout out to my Lakers. Win the in-season tournament, baby. Let's go. Go Lakers. But with that being said, make sure that you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports. Made easy. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I am fixing the Tennessee Titans offense. Do want to remind you guys, though, with it being a Monday night game, Sunday night show on YouTube, Monday morning show for my podcast crowd, that is going to be our game plan preview where we talk about how the Titans can defeat the Miami Dolphins. It may be a long shot, but I'm still going to try to devise a game plan that allows them to win. So we're going to talk about that on Monday. I will be going live immediately after the Monday night football game ends here on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. So that means at midnight Eastern time, I'm going to be live here on the podcast feed. So make sure that you tune in, show some support there. It's going to be a late night, but I'm going to be here with you guys breaking down what happened in that game, win or lose. But 
with that being said, we got to continue fixing this offense. As a recap, I have signed T. Higgins in free agency. I have drafted Xavier Worthy wide receiver out of Texas, the deep threat speedster in the second round. On the offensive line, I have added Joe Alt with the Titans' first round pick. I have added Trenton Brown from the New England Patriots to play right tackle in free agency. I have added Connor Williams from the Miami Dolphins to play center. I have Peter Skaronsky at left guard, and I'm putting Dylan Raidens at right guard, who I think will be good enough to take Daniel Brunskill's spot after a healthy offseason focusing on guard. So that is my starting lineup on the offensive line. That is my additions at wide receiver. So we have Higgins. We have Worthy. We have Hopkins. We have Phillips. We have Moore. I like what I'm doing here. I didn't really talk about tight end too much because Chig and Josh Wiley should be the tight ends for the Titans. If they add another tight end, it should be a third tight end, veteran tight end, like, um, you know, in the Wesco, Jeff Swain mold, and just hope that they do better than they've done with with Swain and Wesco. But moving into the backfield, because we got to talk about how the Titans are going to use running back, how the Titans are going to do their quarterback spot with the running back position. Tajay Spears should be the lead back in the committee. Now, let me explain this. Just because I tell you that I think Tajay Spears can be running back one doesn't mean that I see Tajay Spears as the same kind of running back one that Derrick Henry is. Derrick Henry is a bell cow workhorse running back one that you need to give 10 or need to give 20 carries a game. And the only time you're bringing him off the field is for a change of pace back for third downs and passing situations. Tajay Spears should be the lead running back, the running back one in a committee, not the same as Derrick Henry being running back one or Josh Jacobs being running back one or running backs like that. I want to see Tajay Spears as running back one within a committee approach, all right? So who is going to be the running back with him? Now, it can be Derrick Henry. I would be okay with bringing Derrick Henry back, but Derrick Henry's market value right now on spot track is $10 million. I'm not paying Derrick Henry $10 million. I'm not. I'm not having that on my cap hit. I'm simply not doing it. Derrick Henry cost the Titans $16 million on their cap this year. That can never happen again. All right? So if Derrick Henry wants to come back, maybe you do a two-year deal worth $15 million guaranteed, maybe $18 million total or $17 million total overall that he can get. But I'm only paying Derrick Henry like six to eight million dollars on a contract. And I'm not going any higher than that. All right. And I'm saying that it's not just the money, it is the understanding that Derrick Henry, you are no longer the engine of this car. You are a part. Okay. You're not the toolbox. You are a tool within the toolbox. There are no more, hey, guaranteed to get Derrick Henry 20 carries a game. We cannot operate with that philosophy moving forward. And we cannot pay Derrick Henry. With that philosophy in mind, if you bring Derrick Henry back, it is he is a part of a running back committee with Tajay Spears and probably with another rookie as well. You are a tool in the toolbox, not the entire toolbox itself. All right? So the proper expectations are just as important as the money. And if Derrick Henry wants to try to go somewhere else and be the bell cow back that he's been his whole career, then good luck to him. And if somebody wants to pay him 10 to $12 million to do that, then let them do that. We're not doing that. 
So if Derrick Henry doesn't want to come back for the right money and doesn't want, you know, a, a reduced role that doesn't have him as the entire focus of the offense, then you let him go. If he comes back, then great. You add him to Spears. You get an undrafted free agent running back. You add a, a late-round running back in the draft, and there you have your committee. But if Derrick Henry doesn't want to do that, then you have Tajay Spears as your lead back in any, any of these names as a cheap, I'm thinking less than $5 million, a cheap veteran compliment with Tajay Spears, a true running back committee. All right? Devin Singletary, DeAndre Swift, Deontay Foreman, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson, or a guy I think would fit perfectly with Tajay Spears, Zach Moss. You know the Titans love taking division rival players who dominated against them. Zach Moss is a good running back. Tajay Spears is the speed guy with Zach Moss as the power guy for $4 million combined. That's way better than paying Derrick Henry double that just for him at $8 million. You got to use your resources wisely. And if I want to add two free agents on the offensive line, and I want to add a free agent at wide receiver, and I want to add some free agents on defense, there are going to be some places where you're going to have to shorten it down. And Derrick Henry is one spot where the Titans don't need to pay him a bunch of money to have a good running back group. They simply don't. Even if that hurts to hear, that's the reality. It's about resource allocation. All right? So, moving right along. Now that we have Spears and, let's say, Zach Moss and a rookie, another rookie from the late rounds in the backfield, we move to quarterback. And, obviously, Will Levis is the guy. I talked about this earlier this week when we talked about who must come back, and it was obvious that Will Levis is the quarterback of the future. The Titans need to build a team around now. So, for me, I'm not bringing back Malik Willis. because, And it's not against Malik. It's the philosophy of, I don't want a quarterback in his second year backed up by a quarterback who still needs a ton of development in his third year. I want to have balance. So if I'm going to have a young quarterback in his first or in his second year, I want to balance that with a veteran quarterback who has experience, who can help him in the room, who can come in if Will Levis is injured for a half and lead the team to the victory or sail the ship home. If Will Levis is out for three weeks, two weeks, I want somebody who can come in and get the job done. That's what a backup is. If Will Levis gets hurt and he's out for the entire season, then it doesn't matter who the backup was because they're not going anywhere. But if there's a small stint, that is why a backup is so important. And you look at guys like Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, Josh Dobbs, Right now, Ryan Tannehill's market evaluation, his market value on spot track is $5 million. I'd pay $5 million to have Tannehill come back as the backup. That would be a great idea. Now, will Tannehill want to do that? Probably not. But for me, that is fixing the offense right there. You get T. Higgins and a good wide receiver in the second round, Xavier Worthy, for example. On the offensive line, you had Joe Alt with your first round pick. You add Trent Brown in free agency to play right tackle. You add Connor Williams to play uh, center. And then you have Tajay Spears as the lead back with a cheap veteran running back like Zach Moss. And then you have Will Levis paired with a veteran quarterback at backup like a guy like Ryan Tannehill or Jacoby Brissett. That fixes the Tennessee Titans offense. Let me know how you guys feel about all those down below. That is going to do it for me today. As a reminder, I will be here on Sunday night on YouTube preview 
Monday Night Football. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. <laughs>